0: Hello and welcome to Deep Tech Talk, a tech podcast from BIS Research. I am your host Neha Singh and today we have Mr. Justin McCau, Group Managing Director, Founder and Sole Shareholder at LTS Group with us. Hi Justin, thank you for joining in. Morning Morning Neha. In today's podcast, we will try to uncover some deep tech insights around battery recycling industry and understand how it is going to impact the overall black mass recycling market. So, uh, my first question to you uh, will be uh, that what in actual is a black mass recycling and how what are the major processes that are being used in recycling black mass?
1: So, Niha, regarding the black mass, which is quite controversial, because everyone wants to get their hands on it regarding the battery recycling, the real theory behind it is regarding the advent of electric vehicles, looking down the line, end of life, or accidents regarding batteries or malfunction, the question is of how manufacturers uh, and other companies can dispose of the battery in an ecological and safe environment. Yes. So, the process would basically be that one receives the battery one discharges the battery in a safe manner, one shreds the battery, dries the battery, and then at the end of the process one comes out of the black mass, then goes through different processes, hydrometal, protomallurgical process in order to extract those key minerals, just to name a few, lithium, cobalt, manganese, and nickel, with the idea that one comes out with a with those strategic metals that are of a of a certain purity standard that one can put back into the closed loop in order to start the process again regarding the battery manufacturer. This is just logical in order to avoid any primary, carry on the primary mining of these uh, key metals in order to just be able to recycle them again and and for second life.
0: Okay, so basically what we can understand from black mass is it is uh, nothing but a composition of anode and cathode materials. But uh, like when a battery reaches an end of life, then it is disassembled and incinerated, crushed to subsequently form black mass. And this black mass has primary materials, as you mentioned, metals such as nickel, cobalt, magnesium and lithium, which is later being separated in order to have uh, multiple operations and variabilities across different industries down the line.
1: Correct. in m- multiple industries, but the primary focus would be, depending on what industry you in- in order to just safeguard the closed loop that it goes back into that industry.
0: Yes, definitely, because we are uh, majorly targeting upon the purity of metal that is being uh, uh, coming out from the recycling plants. Correct. Yeah. So what do you think would be the major trends or drivers that are driving this uh, market as a whole?
1: I think the, the big trend is really an awareness of what happens to end of life or if the vehicles are damaged, or the battery for whatever reason is not performing, is in order what do we do with these batteries in order to make sure that they are disposed of in a in a safe and environmental way. So those are the big trends. I think going forward, it's the processes where we see we're going to see big C differences because it has to be at scale in order to make okay. it economically viable. So I think we see a lot of technology is going to be in that field in order to bring it up to to the scale of what we do require coming if we're looking at the figures of what's going to come down in the next couple of years
0: okay so like while i was going through the study we came across that uh, some end use industries are actually coming as a trend to the market uh, so not to mention uh, like if i should mention then it is electric vehicles market like we see if we talk about electric vehicles market and if i take the example of a, a very renowned company black Mass recycling that is lee cycle so they have currently come up with a battery recycling plant in us So similarly, there are certain companies which are coming up with different plans and structures, which actually will help in battery recycling and also uh, help in the closed loop uh, loop of this economy. So what do you think, like end use industries like this would be playing an important or initial role in coming future?
1: Uh, Yes, regarding factories that will recycle specifically, if I understand your question correctly.
0: Okay, so uh, like if we talk about end use industry, so it would be electric vehicles as a major uh, end users from where we will be getting battery recycling. Yes, and sorry. If,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah, you're absolutely yeah. right. So uh, electric vehicle manufacturers would uh, would benefit from the closed loop, and especially their suppliers. So, namely, the battery manufacturers would be would would uh, would benefit greatly from this.
0: Okay. So, like, as we also noted that there are some of the governmental initiatives that are coming for battery recycling. Can you, like, uh, comment on something related to government initiatives which could actually transform the market?
1: I think the governments, governments are becoming acutely aware that they have to, in order for these strategic metals, they have to make sure that everything just doesn't get exported for certain countries. It's strategic, these metals. But I also think governmental legislation coming through in the next couple of years does want of a better word, dictate that the recycled batteries or batteries in the future will contain some of this recycled material. So for instance you will have different percentages of all the metals that you and I have mentioned, lithium, cobalt, nickel, magnesium, that the batteries will contain a percentage of this recycled material. So I think governments are sort of putting industry quite firmly on the map to say recycling is essential going forward and in order to focus industry we require that the new generation of batteries will contain a percentage of recycled material.
0: Okay, so as we are talking about uh, closed economy again and again in this uh, thing, can you like highlight the concept of uh, like closed economy? Because as per my analysis, closed economy would be uh, initiating from a raw material and then going back to it. So in battery life, I would say that the closed economy will comprise of the raw material uh, which is used in batteries, that is metal. And once it is being used in the battery, the battery is used, it reaches end of life, or maybe sometimes it doesn't reach end of life, it could be an accidental damages. And then the, those batteries are again discarded, produced as black mass, and then again we reach to stage one. So uh, how can like uh, we understand the closed-loop economy if we look in an industrial aspect of it?
1: The closed-loop, from my perspective, is we have a battery. Uh, damaged or end of life, and we recycle it. But prior to that, it's very important to note that we've got to be conscious of not wasting energy. And in that, and therefore, a lot of batteries would come into the system where they can be uh, repaired and reused with the same functionality, uh, or secondly, repurposed in order to uh, be used in other f- functionality. But there's a misnomer that all batteries can be used in, div- in different industries. Certain batteries don't. The architecture design does not allow them to be used in other functions except for the function that they were designed for initially. But if we go to the EV recycling industry, it will be very important for the closed-loop economy for those manufacturers so that they have a vehicle that has been recycled at a grade and a quality which I which I highlight again in order for the manufacturers to be sure that they can use that grade of recycled material in the manufacturing process. So I think for suppliers, it'd be of huge benefit.
0: Okay, so uh, it is like we can have a closed loop economy if we specifically talk in terms of EV industry. It could be a setup center where the person can buy the EV and then drop down back at the same place so that the battery could have a more viable use and it should not go as a waste somewhere down the lane. So that will be helping in closing the economy at a more swift uh, recorder pace.
1: I think you raise a very interesting point there, so in, insofar as I think ecosystems have to mature in order yes. to ensure where these vehicles go. And specifically, as you rightly say, when they get dropped off or how they're collected, what is the stream and the network in order to make sure that the vehicles are disposed of in the manner that you and I have discussed? So I think an yes. ecosystem has to be developed in order for either business to business or business to customer model in order to make sure that everyone knows what are the processes in order to bring their vehicle in if it's damaged or the vehicle has to be taken to a certain place to be recycled and then the processes that follow from that. So I think we have to put some light regarding the ecosystems in order, and maybe the passport, battery passports, a good indicator and a good mechanism to understand sort of cradle to grave scenario of where the batteries were, where they were manufactured, who it was sold to, what happened in order for it to come to this process of being uh, repaired or reused or repurposed and then eventually recycled. So I think we need to just make sure that we've got that network in place. It's essential. It goes hand in hand with the closed loop.
0: Yes, yes, uh, definitely. And also, like, this, just striking my mind that it is not only the consumer uh, awareness that is being important at this stage in battery recycling or black mass recycling, but definitely awareness at the end of manufacturers as well as the raw material suppliers, as well as the distributors. Because as you mentioned, battery passport, it will help us to track. But what if that person is self-aware about it and bring that back to the loop, to the ecosystem? That will, I think, will uh, make a complete... uh, perform of it and also we won't be facing any such challenges of uh, batteries getting wasted and definitely it will help in as an overall uh, mature to have attain the maturity in the market in somewhere 10-15 um, years
1: uh, absolutely i totally agree with your point wholeheartedly and i think that data will be easily captured because however we it on barcoding or whatever the scenario is we will have the data of as i said from origin to end and where it is in the market And also the data will highlight why it failed or what was the reason that it got to the different stages, as we've mentioned, regarding reuse, repurpose or recycle. So I think in 10, 15 years time, with the buildup of data, we'll have a clear analysis of what's going on. And with that data, data is only useful if we can use it in a functional way and if we can get maybe some headlights down the future of, of how we maybe need to prepare or change processes in order to make it more productive and effective.
0: Yes, definitely, because uh, like I would just join my next question with this. Uh, like when we are talking about data and everything is, it is always challenging to talk about it, like how it is done, why it is done. Similarly, in this particular market also, if we talk about data, it is, very in a, it is available in very layman terms, but we are not getting what we actually require. So that is why we always talk about how we can mend a circular economy. Just giving it as as a concept is not what we want for a future, but actually to get it approved and give that beneficial uh, things to our ecosystem would be the best way out. So that's why also we are targeting on some niche and upgraded topic in our deep tech talks. So this is it. Then next would be like, if we talk about black mass recycling, there are certain challenges that uh, come in track to us like uh, for example if you talk about different battery chemistries that are being used they act as a challenge so what are your insights on challenges to the market
1: definitely the chemistries are changing i think technology will change in the future as to how we have better functionality better performance range being the obvious one lightness of battery all of those elements will come into play and i think just with evolution of of the technology that will come into play it's very important, from a recycling point of view, that we to try and safeguard these recycling plants, yeah. with a, with, 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 with keeping in mind that, these, that the new chemistries might change. And as you rightly said, you know, it might be what we have at the moment, lithium iron, it might be lithium phosphate, or it might be solid state, all the other different chemistries, and I just use those as an example. So it's very important that we need to also keep an eye on the future as to where the technology is going. And I think a buying an element of transparency from all the suppliers and within that network, so that because it's only in the benefit that we can actually then say we need in order to change the processes because the chemistry has changed regarding the supplier upstream, so that downstream we know exactly what to expect and in order to ensure that the closed loop is maintained.
0: Yes, definitely. The research and development process always goes hand in hand when it when it comes to technology, because technology is something which is changing day by day. So right. here also we have different technologies that are being used, but to keep focus in line and get the handhold on the latest one, which is being developed and the purity of metal that we are being achieving after that, that should right. be the mark uh, rather than uh, making profit out of it. We can see it as an Economical balance that we are creating to the market, I think that would be a better way to handle, have a handhold on the challenges to the market.
1: Absolutely, and I think you know, obviously, uh, businesses have to be sustainable in order to survive. But I think yes. there is that balance, um, and I really go back to my initial point with black mass recycling and the material that is recycled. It can be used in many industries, but I think we need to have the guidelines and the focus of the closed loop economy especially in the industries that that vehicle or uh, equipment was designed for. Otherwise, if one has a disparity and starts spreading it out and selling it to the highest bidder, I think the closed loop will be uh, deteriorated.
0: Yes, definitely. Here we cannot have a monopoly set to one of the manufacturers or somewhere. We definitely have to create a regulative landscape which can actually bind this market and allow everyone to be a part of it sustainably. And also yeah. acquiring it as an as a complete whole. Because this is not a small market that we have a target and we can just let it go. It acquires a very large chunk of our ecosystem, not only when we talk in terms of automotives, but also batteries are not just part of automotives today. They are a very huge part of an industrial background where we talk about energy storage, energy grids, storage from other uh, parts of the world. And not only that, but batteries are still the part of our consumer electronics or the portable devices that we are using. So it, the batteries are part of life now. So yeah. just to evaluate it as one set of thing and then going to other would not be that feasible. So definitely there should be some regulations that can follow the path to it and help to develop uh, this particular market in a right directions. Absolutely. So, yeah. So what would be the uh, futuristic trend in this market if we talk about like near down the future? Because I've seen that there are many companies that are coming in collaboration and setting up battery recycling plants in different regions of the world. So what is your say in it? So what would be the futuristic trend regarding the same?
1: As in, as in positioning or geographical where the location is? Is that the question? Yes, yes. I, I think it's a. I think it's a question of, uh, you know, which countries are very conscious of it. Uh, countries would like to source from a local network within the country. That's very important. Therefore, that ecosystem has to be there. And I think it's also, from a manufacturing point of view, how attractive the governments are allowing businesses to set up. You know, and I and I think if one looks to the United States of America at the moment a lot of recycling factories are going there and people that are playing a part in the ecosystem because I think with the latest laws that have been published, I think it's quite an attractive landscape. But I see other countries coming on board as well because they can see the benefit and uh, and what landscape national governments have to create in order for this industry to, to strive.
0: Yes, definitely. If uh, we talk about global investment, there uh, are very few to mention. Like uh, uh, if I say talk about BASF, they came up with a commercial scale battery recycling mass factory in Germany, uh, and uh, they are actually creating new production jobs in black mass recycling right now. Uh, next, uh, if I can mention one or two, I already mentioned Lee Cycle Corporation, which has come up with uh, another recycling plant. And notwithstanding the only the developed economies of the world, but the developing economies such as India is also seeing uh, an upcoming plant. Which is from Rubamin. They are Rubemann is uh, like investing nearly sixty-three million dollars to actually is this pack the circle. Yeah.
1: Is this yes. the government you are saying?
0: No, Rubamin. Rubamin is Rub- a company which is actually coming up with an investment of nearly sixty-three million dollars for completing the circular uh, economy of uh, recycling, and it is a part of government initiative that is vibrant Gujarat. So it's it's actually coming up with a thought of providing a circular economy within a state in the country, so that it has that closed loop injection into it. So these no. might be the few uh, like ongoing trends that could actually help in future.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, companies that you mentioned as well, and there's there's Redwood, uh, is, is the same principle in America, and we can see yes. them already where they've started out and position where they are uh, in. Um, uh, in, in certain states in America because the logistics element is very important, as we mentioned earlier, that ecosystem in order to bring the vehicles in. And I think logistics pathways regarding rail, sea, all that sort of stuff play big important parts in order to do that. I think one can't really, and this is my personal view, I don't think certain countries can rely on stockpiling EV batteries and then selling, sending them to these recycling plants in these areas of speciality. I think every every country has its own responsibility to set up a recycling plant within their own domain in order to do the local uh, the consumption of the local of of the local vehicles. Otherwise, you know, we're doing a very good thing on the one side, but we're sort of negating that by sending all this around the world, where um, it's just not environmentally sustainable.
0: Yes, yeah, so rightly said that we always have to create a balance between it and that can only happen when one takes the responsibility to keep it as a whole and not uh, as a personal intent to it. So right. as a whole, like uh, what would be your comments on the complete black mass recycling market as a whole? If I want you to summarize in two three lines.
1: Sorry, sorry the question again.
0: Uh, if you can just summarize the whole battery uh, black mass recycling market, in just two, three lines, what would be it like?
1: It's really making sure that we have the capacity, the technology, the health and safety element, which is very important, and that we are aware what's coming down the line, because if one looks at the projections and the volumes and where EV vehicles will be, certain countries have made stipulations that ICE vehicles, internal combustion engines, will no longer be produced or sold in certain markets. So we know where the trends are coming from. I think the responsibility is to make sure that we have the capacity, the technology and the people that are trained in order to process these batteries, what you and I have discussed now, in order to achieve the closed loop, and then to just make sure that those processes of discharging, shredding, drying, and then the chemical process of retrieving these metals that that we've touched on, that we prepared for it, because I think If we're not at the starting line, when the gun goes off, we're definitely not going to be in the race. And I think that's going to cause huge problems and the catch up's also going to be a bit of a problem. So I think that the focus is now on and I think legislation from government, as you also alluded to earlier, I think that will create the framework and I think liability and things like that will also come into play. So as long as there's an open playing field, and I think this has to be universal, I don't think every country can work by its own standards and regulations because that will be a disparity and not create that standard. So I think yes. there should be, some, there has to be joined up thinking in this uh, and there has to be sort of standards in process that people cannot veer from. They have to stick to that. So that is maybe my summary, maybe more than two or three lines. But <laughs> that's- uh, and
0: That's completely uh, like, so that's all right. And uh, yes, like you rightly said that to have a balance, we need to have a stronger organization in front who can actually provide the guidelines to everyone all around the world. Uh, so. This particular thing doesn't end up into a monopoly or into one country or somewhere at one manufacturer. It, ca- it keeps on dist- in having a distributed source all around the world, and every can- one can have the fruit of this uh, at the end of the day, and that too Correct. in a sustainable way.
1: Correct. I so, think it's, it's. I think it's a, it's a sea change, and I think it will. If we stick to what you just mentioned, um, I think we'll be in a good place.
0: Yes. So, thank you so much, Justin, for sharing your invaluable insights on today's topic. I'm sure this would give a lot of clear understanding to the interested listeners on the podcast of Black Mass Recycling Market. And thank you for tuning in and listening to Deep Tech Talks, a tech podcast by BIS Research. In case you wish to know more different industries, do visit our websites as biresearch.com and read to the different market intelligence studies that have been published by us across the industries. And if you enjoy this episode, please do follow us on Spotify and Amazon Music. Thank you so much, Justin.
1: Pleasure, Nia. Have a lovely weekend.
0: You too. Thank you. Bye
1: bye.